Okay, so I guess the ranting. Um, we've been going through it lately, if I'll be honest. We don't really, don't really know where we're at. I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I have just been feeling so weird lately. And I've been talking to Tanya about this. Um, I just sent video messages to Raylan about it. And I feel like this is just something I need to sort through. I have been having really bad anxiety the past, like, day and a half. And, I mean, like, I feel like I think about this subject often. Um, maybe especially recently, but I don't really know what to do about it. Um, so maybe we can come to some conclusion about what to do, where to go and figure it out. So, um, my issue is emotions. Oh my gosh. Who would have thought? Who would have thought it was emotions being my issue? That makes sense. Um, yeah, so I guess I've just really been noticing how I struggle to feel emotions for people. Like, does that make sense? I mean, not in the way like I feel sad for, like I empathize with people. Like I know I can still do that, but I'm definitely mean like have feelings for people in a romantic way. I guess like I I'm good with friendships. I can still do that very well, and I can make that work, and I can make that happen. But I think something has like gone wrong in my mind. Like, some switch has been flipped, and all of a sudden, I just, I can't feel emotions towards um, anything romantic. I can't get myself to care deeply enough about somebody, and, like, would care if they stopped talking to me tomorrow, if that even makes sense either. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's why we're talking about it, because it makes no sense. Um, and it makes me sound psycho crazy loser, but, um, let's just go right into it. We are beating around the bush. We'll start at the root. Here's what I believe the root to the problem is, of why I can't feel emotions romantically. I, okay, so, Cody and I dated for a very long time. It was over two years. And I think that was like such a formational and formational, really foundational time in my life and a foundation of like relationships in my life because once before that hadn't been that great, but also it hadn't lasted that long. Two and a half years is a long time, like especially like in high school, that's a very long time for a relationship. And I I don't know, that was a lot. I put a lot of myself into that. And I also needed a lot out of it. I very much struggled at the time to make my own self happy. I needed other people to do that for me, which I don't need that as much now, which I'm grateful about. Um, that also could be a reason to why I struggle because I myself well I can be happy on my own I don't necessarily need you to be somebody to make me happy um 
Just stumbling across reasons here. Um, anyway, that was a very big chunk of my like young adult life. I mean, from when I was 16 years old, a couple months away from turning 17, and then in this relationship until we stopped dating when I was 19 years old, but we didn't stop fully talking until a couple months ago. Um, so I was 21 and a half. That's a very long time with somebody in your life. Um, especially when somebody is someone you share so many things with. Um, like junior and senior year of high school, like, I don't know, you start to figure yourself out a little bit, but you also, like, it's a big transitional period. Like, you're making, like, a bunch of new friends. You have to figure out college. You have to figure out all these things. But then also, like, in a new relationship, you have to, you know, you're also getting used to being, like, a part of somebody, like, somebody new's life and trying to, like, understand how their life now is a part of yours, which is really confusing when you're, like, so young, um, and, like, not letting that take you over, um, like, you kind of can just, like, end up morphing into versions of each other, um, rather than, like, individuals, um, which I think maybe happened a few times here and there, but I, I mean, like, we went through a lot of things together. We were each other's first for a lot of things. I mean, he was my first for more things than I was his first, which no big deal. But I feel like a lot of my, like, emotional, you know, startings in those areas begun there. All my, like, sexual beginnings and interactions started there when I was 16 years old like not even 17 and then I was with that same person for a very long time and like that makes those things feel so much more like important and like um necessary to be not like necessary to be in a relationship but like I don't know I mean like it makes it more of, like, a lovey thing rather than just, like, an action of it, I guess, um, which I feel like maybe now it's become more of that, um, which I guess, I mean, we'll get there, we'll get there, <laughs> because we're still, so, we're still ways from that, but it's, I don't know, I think it started, like, my experience with sexual stuff and like really deep emotions that I hadn't felt before. I had felt, I feel like a lot of sadness from like, I don't know, 13 to 16, 12 to 16. I feel like I felt so much like pain and heaviness in my heart. I had depression, I'd gone through a couple crazy things. And so, to finally be in a relationship where I felt safe and like that stuff, you know, didn't really matter as much and like I could kind of finally get past all of that and start something new with somebody else and like, I don't grow past some of those things that had happened, which were scary things. Um, 
but I feel like all of that happening at one time, like, made all of this so extremely heavy. Um, so, anyways, flashing forward from being, you know, 16 years old, almost 17, to when we broke up at 19. I was 19. He was he just turned 20. Oh, no. He was 19. Because I had just turned 19. Um, when we had broken up, this was maybe the, like, second time we'd ever spoken of breaking up. And the first time was, you know, a little over a year before then when we were trying to figure out college and, like, what to do. And, like, COVID happened, so it didn't really end up would have mattering. But um, I had a bit in my mind, like, wanting to move away wanting to move far and um he kind of kind of nipped that in the bud really quickly he was like oh well you know if you do go far away we'll probably have to talk about breaking up and I was just like I don't know that was like a gut punch because I feel like I don't know I feel like anybody who knew me at the time knew that I wanted to go do something somewhere else like my relationship before he always knew that I wanted to at the time it was New York which he's not now I would never anymore but at the time I was like I want to live in New York for like a year or two and just experience that and I just I felt like that was something everybody kind of knew that I wanted to do so for him to be like I don't know, like, like, choose that, like, choose that dream or me, kind of, in a way, um, was really shocking and scary, and I had found so much peace in this relationship, but also, like, a sort of reliance, um, like I said, like, my happiness felt very dependent, um, on that situation, on that setup, um, in the relationship, and so the thought of, I mean, I was, 17 years old, um, 17 maybe, just before I turned 18, having this conversation, and don't ignore the outside noises, sorry, um, I was 17, almost 18, having these conversations, and I, like, felt like my world was getting flipped upside down, like, how was I supposed to, um, you know, have any sort of idea or plan of what I was going to do when I like just thought my heart was gonna get ripped out of my chest like if I decided to follow my dream I would have like been heartbroken but then either way I would have been heartbroken because I wouldn't have been able to do something I really truly deeply wanted to do but then I didn't wouldn't have lost a relationship um anyways I ended up deciding to stay home um, go to college closer to home, it's like an hour-ish away, um, ended up not even really having to go, getting to go because of COVID, um, that whole first year was online, so that didn't even really matter, I guess, um, so then fall 2020, uh, after going to COVID and starting online school at the school, um, closer to home, I kind of really realized that I wanted to 
I really still wanted to go do something else. I wanted to go experience something else and do something different that not everybody I knew was doing. And it's not like I was, you know, wanting to be a trendsetter necessarily, like, really needed to, like, feel different than everybody else. I don't think it was that. I think I just, I needed away from certain people and I if I would have gone to that college I know that I would not have been happy I'm sure I probably would have had fun here and there but I don't think I would have been happy it's kind of you know middle of nowhere it's a party school I'm not a big partier like that I very much enjoy like alone time I mean looking at it like you know from who I am right now I know I would have not liked that but I also don't know if I would have grown to be a person who very much values my individual time and my time alone um, where I can relax in like the sanctuary that is my room and read my books and watch my silly little shows about books and like just exist in my own little space and peace I don't know if I would have maybe developed in the same way um I don't know if I would have gone to school for English like I love like that I am right now and I love it I I don't know what I would have done and that would just all would have been so different. Um, but anyways, I had decided that I was going to apply to places. Um, and I briefly mentioned it to Cody and I was just like, hey, like, I think I want to transfer out of Washington State. I need to go from WSU. I can't do it. And... I think he was thinking, like, oh, you'll be closer, you'll go to Eastern, um, which is, like, 30 minutes away, and I was, like, well, yeah, like, I'll apply there, and I'll apply maybe over by Seattle, but I think I'm still gonna apply, um, somewhere, somewhere else, somewhere on the East Coast, or wherever I, uh, I applied to school in Arizona, where my friend Mia goes, um, and I applied to the same school I originally wanted to apply to on the East Coast, which was uh, University of Bridgeport in Connecticut. I applied there, and then I ended up applying for two schools in Boston, Mass Boston, where I am now, and Boston University. Um, so when that had got brought up to him, <laughs> when I had brought that up to him, um, that did not, I don't feel like that really went well, but it was all kind of like so early it was like September early October I think very first week of October I submitted my applications to these places to transfer and um I didn't really find out until I mean I found out about Bridgeport pretty quickly um but I didn't really want to go there I wanted to you know wait and hear a bit more I you know, got into Eastern when I applied there to transfer, of course, but I feel like that kind of just felt like a bit of throwaway application. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to go there, but I 
applied there just so I had that in case I did decide I didn't, you know, want to transfer, like, far away. Um, but I still, like, wanted out of WSU. And then, um, you know, Christmas time came and, you know, like, I got a, um, this little, like, book that was, like, a call, like, a collage of all of our pictures from over the years, and it said, like, 2018, which is when we started dating, to 2020, which was that Christmas, and he's just, like, oh, it has an end date on it, like, you know, are you breaking up with me right now, and it's just, like, no, like, that's just until right now, and then, you know, as more Christmases and more years come, it'll just be for that year, like, that chunk of time. And I'm behind. I had to get all these ones caught up. It's like, huh, oh, okay. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> I haven't talked about this day in a while, but it was February 2nd. It was my brother's birthday, and I found out that I got in, and I was down in my room in the basement, and I opened all the emails. I opened it and I was so excited. I started crying. Um, I'm gonna cry right now, actually. <laughs> I haven't talked about this day, maybe ever, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I opened my email and I was so excited, but I was so like scared and like nervous. And I, you know, sent it immediately to some of my friends. I was like, oh my God, like I got in. I ran upstairs and I told my parents, they both worked from home, and they were so excited, and, like, I kind of, like, you know, like, damn, like, you're really gonna go, like, you know, it's insane, like, um, yeah, and then I told him that same day, and he's just like, oh, like, congrats, I mean, congrats, I guess, and, like, whatever, and, you know, that kind of them but you know it's my brother's birthday I went to my grandparents I told them all about it they were so excited for me and my great-grandma was there she was so excited um and we had a fun time but I just like ever since I told him it was um it was just something was just off and so the very next day the third I have some journal entry and um I took my journal I went on a drive and I um, ended up just, like, sitting in the car, bawling my eyes out, writing about how I just knew I was going to get broken up with, because, I mean, Cody had said, and he's like, oh, like, we probably should talk, you know, we know what that means, everybody knows what that means, um, so that was the third, and then on the fourth, we finally were able to get together, and we broke up, and, like, it was, like, soul crushing. I, I was really not well after that for a while because I think some part of me thought that it would be okay and that it would work out, um, and that we could figure out long distance, and if not, I still wasn't leaving for, like, it was the beginning of February. I didn't leave till, you know, second or third week of July, so I thought we still had, you know, some time I thought we would still you know kind of keep going through that and um still spend that time together before I did go uh but we did break up and that 
was brutal. <laughs> so I think this is where it all, you know, it all starts. This is kind of where you needed the backstory of where I'm trying to get to with all of this. But this, um, this break was brutal. I sobbed in the car with him. I saw him cry. I've never seen him cry before, except over this one fucking music video called Cowgirls Don't Cry, which made him cry, of course, which is random. This is, like, the second time I'd ever seen him cry, actually, ever. Um, And I think that's how I knew that it was, like, it's not just me that's hurting in this, but also, I think one of the first times that I realized, and I mean, it was pretty early on. I'd only known for two days I was going, but... um. It was the first time I really saw the emotional effect of me leaving um, on somebody else. I think I had been concerned on like how I would feel and the emotional effects on me, like going and being alone. And I mean, now not, you know, being in this relationship that I thought I would somehow be in still. Um, And I just saw how like, me leaving kind of hurt other people too I mean like I mean yeah I did hurt him and like other people and maybe he didn't hurt but like sucked you know um so that was kind of eye-opening and in like the next five months until I left after that we would talk pretty frequently we didn't stop talking when we broke up we would still talk pretty much every day we'd be like how are you stuff like that and I mean like in those initial weeks um I was really not good I was really struggling I think I went in a week without eating um and I called out of work maybe for two days but then I would go to work and I would not eat all day and I'd work you know 13 hour day and maybe have like a Red Bull and then go home and I just like could barely move and function. Um, I remember my cousin came over um, and we sat on the couch and just talked a little bit with the dogs. Um, my mom like ordered us pizza and I could barely, I ate like maybe two bites of it and I just, I was not doing well for a while in there and I um I don't know I thought a few times before this I had been really hurt in a relationship or anything and I thought my heart had been broken before um but I don't think it truly was until this moment and um I know everybody says like your first love and your first heartbreak is always you know traumatic and upsetting and does greatly affect you and your outcome on not your outcome on life but like kind of where you go from there it kind of follows you for a while and I don't think like it's something you maybe ever truly get over um I don't it's just like always gonna resonate just some special time period in your life but um, yeah, that was tough, and then we would still hang out in there, we, I don't know, I think the, this is kind of where, um, 
things began to like deviate and split in my mind from um, like emotion and sex because we had broken up and I was so heartbroken by that and I still like really loved him and cared about him and I'd want us to still hang out we'd broken up just before Valentine's Day like that sucks um so we'd still hang out and we'd end up like having sex but then it was so confusing because we loved each other but we weren't together anymore and it's just such a weird dichotomy that I hadn't I've never experienced still to this day again like having dated somebody but then breaking up but then still like having sex like you're a couple still and like you're still together and I think like sex in a relationship is a lot different than sex normally I mean it's it carries a lot more weight and like I said like your first everything so um there is just such heavy emotion attached into all of that and um throughout that period afterwards before I moved um after the breakup before I moved um we would hang out you know here and there and we'd you know I'd sneak him into my house I would sneak into his house and we'd maybe hang out and go out in public every once in a while but I mean we fought more after we broke up than we did ever and that's how I probably should have known I probably should have gotten away earlier but I just I think such a big chunk of my heart was still so attached to it and the thought of it and like the security of everything that we were um so to think about just <laughs> dropping that um I didn't really want to do and yeah he just he fought a lot um about stupid stuff he said some things that like really cut to the core um I don't know like I think one of the main things that I think about often that he said I he said a lot of things um that hurt my feelings um but like he was hurting too so I understand but um the main thing that he said that has stuck with me the most that like really still to this day cuts deep is that he um said I was selfish for doing this um and not selfish in leaving him because he needed to break up with me um not selfish in that part um but selfish in wanting to leave my family behind and um like be without them when um with everything they've done for me in my whole life um he said it was selfish for me to up and leave and take everything that they'd ever given me and just go away and be selfish with my time and not 
be giving it to them 100%. And um, I think along with that came a lot of feelings of guilt that I still feel it's been over two and a half years since we had broken up. Um, as of right now, it's been over two and a half years. And it's still, I feel like I carry that with me so much. And I think about that so often that feeling of like, I feel selfish for, you know, having moved. And I feel so much guilt, um, not towards him anymore, um, but there was a period of time where I felt really guilty um, in respect to him. But um, just in my, in my family, I feel guilty for being away and missing out on so many things. I have major FOMO of them doing stuff and me not being there, but then I get upset, but then I feel guilty for feeling upset because it's not their fault um, that, you know, they live a life outside of me per my own decision to move. Um, and I'm only going to say this really briefly because I will have to move on right away so I do not cry, but um, I feel the most guilt towards, like, my parents and my grandparents, um, just in, like, being away and losing, like, precious time, um, that's the hardest part, that's what I feel the most guilty about, the most selfish about, and, um, it, that's why his words carry with me the most, because they were related to my family and stuff, but, um, after I moved, uh, him and I still talked quite a bit, actually, uh, for a while, and maybe like a month or so, and then I think we both found it really hard. We FaceTimed maybe once, when we called once or twice, um, and it was fine, but I think we could kind of tell on either end that we were both hurting, and this was kind of hard, and so we went maybe like a month without talking, and then you know, finally talked again, and then, um, from that point on, when I, you know, we talk every once in a while, and then I would go home, and I'd see him, and we'd maybe, you know, catch up and get ice cream, and then go sneak off somewhere, and, like, have sex, and, like, that would be that, and that went on until, honestly, this past I don't even remember past winter. I don't think. I don't think we did anything when I went back this first time this summer. Um, the second time, definitely not. I didn't wasn't speaking to him at all. But that really affected me. Also, like we went from being so close and in like such a love that neither of us had experienced to sneaking each other into our houses so our parents wouldn't know and it wasn't like you know oh, I'm sneaking my boyfriend over like because they don't want to like ask my parents like I'm sneaking my ex-boyfriend over at you know one in the morning so we could have sex and then he leaves like right away 
that was also really damaging. Um, we'd come over like right after work, um, or I would go over there and it would be like, you know, like one or two in the morning, like, I mean, maybe 12 and ends up being like one or two. And then on the second, we're done having sex. It's just like, all right, gotta go by. And like, it felt so transactional and it made me feel so horrible. Um, and, you know, I, after a certain point of being over here for a while, I'd, uh, I'd had sex with maybe a couple people at the time. Um, and I think it was so, uh, damaging to me because I'd go home and, like, hook up with my ex and it was just that one moment and, like, transactional and then meet up and leave and, like, that would be it. But I was with strangers, practically, and I would spend a lot more time with them. I mean, the same, you know, same thing was happening. It was still, like, a hookup, but, you know, we'd watch shows and hang out and, like, talk for a while, and then afterwards, same thing, hang out and chat and, like, whatever, blah, 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 and, like, the way that I was getting more from a hookup with strangers than just a hookup with somebody I loved was really scary, and I think that wasn't a feeling I was really ready for, but, um, I think after a while we stopped, you know, seeing each other as much. I... I don't know. I think I was ready for it to be over a long time before he was. Um, and I, like, want to just blame that on him, you know, being a guy and, like, just wanting sex and whatever. But I I don't know how men deal with emotions. Um, I don't know how they deal with big ones, like a heartbreak. I know maybe things I've heard, like, through the internet of, like, a guy's first love and heartbreak, you know, hangs with him forever and changes him and blah, blah, blah. And I, I hate that I, you know, had to be that for him. Um, so by like, I don't know what he wanted out of us hooking up because, I mean, from when it started, I still had, I still had three years of college left before there was even a possibility of me moving home. Um, so, anyways, it was a very long time of that, uh, a long time of me kind of just feeling gross and used and just not well, um, because of that, and, um, the first time I went home this summer was, like, end of May to beginning of July, I went home, um, and I think we maybe hung out in the beginning, but I don't really remember at all if we did, so maybe we didn't, I feel like maybe I would have recalled, but, um, getting near the end of my trip, I, my first trip, I had got my wisdom teeth taken out, and we, I, we weren't really talking at the time, and he messaged me, and he's like, hey, what are you doing tonight, you like, come over, and I was like, 
you know, I'm like, I probably should, like, I, you know, I don't really want to, but, but I also, you know, just got my wisdom teeth out, and he goes, well, you don't need your mouth, and I think that was, that was the moment, um, I don't think that was the moment, I know that was the moment where I was just like, all right, I'm done with this, like, fuck that, and I left him on red right away, and then he messaged me again, he's like, so what do you think, and I messaged him, and I said, I'm going to be honest, like, that makes me feel like actual garbage, and I'll be even more honest, like, for a very long time, you have just made me feel so used, and like, all that you want from me is just sex, like, we won't go out, like, on an activity, like, even just, like, as friends, to, like, go get ice cream, or just go, like, walk around, whatever, oh, I do remember the time I saw him, I knew I saw him, before that, we had gone, um, to a, to, like, a cider house, a cider company, I don't know, um, we got drinks, and, like, this was our first time getting drinks through Roll 21, and, then we like had a win like we walked around like a little park and you know we were both tipsy whatever and then he's like so like you know what do you, you want to do something crazy tonight and I was like what he's like well it's something we like always wanted to do and I was like what are you talking about and he's like oh we should go to the hotel for the night I'm like dude I was like no I'm like just take me home and so after that like I ended up you know I got home and then I didn't talk to him for a while and then this night happened, the wisdom tooth night, and that text message, um, and yeah, I was, like, I just said, like, for a while, you've made me feel really gross and used, and that all you want is sex, and I, I can't do that anymore, that is, like, degrading, it makes me feel so terrible, and I just can't, like, I, I cannot, and he goes, I'm so sorry, like, I didn't really know you felt that way, I just, oh, what did he say, he was just like, you know, I just really love spending time with you, and I love being close to you like that, and feeling connected to you in that way, and that made me go, (laughs) made me go mad, I, I'm surprised I held it together and I didn't drive over to his house and murder him. Um, I said, well, you could feel close and connected to me doing a normal thing, like hanging out like normal people do, like going to get ice cream, but your only way that you can feel connected to me is through sex, and that's ridiculous. Um, And I left him on red then, and that was the last time we spoke. And I'm fine with that. I don't want to speak to him again after that. And I think the very, maybe the next time I see him will be my friend Leah's wedding, whenever that is. And they're not engaged, it's not anytime soon, but I, it's just so crazy to me. And so <laughs> all of that to say, that is the root of why 
I cannot feel any sort of emotion towards somebody is because I, my heart was so broken by that. Um, I felt so, like, changed and, like, degraded from that. And uh, this was, like, you know, early summer. And through the spring, I had hooked up with quite a few people, um, a lot more than I, like, really realized. Um, thinking back on it now, it was a lot more than I realized. And um, there was a couple of people who was, like, I did it with a couple times and whatever, but I don't really, like, I don't think I really realized at the time because I didn't really feel anything from it. Um, like, these random hookups, I just didn't feel anything from it. And I, you know, maybe that's just because they're random hookups and, you know, they don't mean anything, but there have been times where I would be talking to people and I mean, I think that's my issue, too, is that I just am constantly talking to a, a lot of people. So if one falls off, you know, there's just another one, you know, on the sidelines. Like, um, But there was a couple times where I talked to somebody for a while and I thought I was starting to like them. And then I don't know where I just feel it, like, fade out. Like, it, everything just feels like a phase. Um... I could feel it, like, any emotion that I, like, started to feel and started to, like, let out, all of a sudden, it would just fade away, and I couldn't feel that anymore, and then, you know, all the, I guess, work and, you know, searching for a set emotion to be found, just for, like, to disappear, and then stop talking to the person, and it's like nothing happened. And I think that's the craziest thing to me, like, at all, is that I can talk to somebody for so long and it means so little to me that if they stop talking to me, like someone stopped talking to me right now, I think maybe the second I noticed, say they like unadd me on Snapchat, the second I noticed, I'd be like, damn, like that sucks, that's annoying. Like, we talked for so long, and then out of nowhere, just nothing. But then, like, I could wake up tomorrow morning, not even care. Like, I would not be emotionally, like, upset by that. I would just be like, eh, you know, whatever, another one, another one bites the dust. Like, and then just move on to a new hyperfixation of the week or whatever it is. And... I don't know why it's so hard for me to feel any sort of thing because I I have felt those big feelings before and I I love feeling those big feelings and I love having a crush and all of that but I I don't know I feel like I can have like a little crush on somebody but it's never been anything where it's like oh my god like he looked at me, or he said this to me, I'm giggling so hard, and blushing, and I can't wait to see them, I'm so excited, like, nothing like that at all, or, like, not even, like, oh my gosh, I wish they'd ask me to hang out, like, that'd be so fun, like, not at all, and I don't know where to look 
for that in myself to feel any sort of, you know, I guess not want for that, because I, you know, I do know that I want to feel sad, but I don't know where to find that source of that, like, excitement and, like, longing for it, like, inside myself, like, I, I don't know, I know that it is something that I've been looking for, and it has been two and a half years, it's really only been, what, it's October, that last conversation I had with him was end of June, so it's really only been four months since no contact total, this is the longest we've ever not talked since we met, and I don't know, I just, a big part of me, like, thought in moving here, I would have had a relationship a lot sooner, um, but that's just something that never happened, and I mean, there are maybe places and times with people that I could maybe imagine that having had happened, or having to maybe have possibly happened, but I, it just never did, and, um, you know, sometimes it wasn't on me, I was just, you know, men are bad at communication, um, men get their feelings hurt by something else, and they, you know, them. they start a new spiral, and they just, like, have to cut everybody off, and whatever, whatever it may be, their end or my end, um, it just hasn't happened, and I feel like it's one of those things, there's that saying, um, a cheesy saying that's like you like you always what is it like you I'm like oh, that's a cheesy woman saying and I don't even know it uh, gosh it's like when you aren't looking for something is when something will show up um, like I feel like right now <laughs> this is such a funny like way to explain this but right now I feel like the kid who's lost something in their room and they can't find it anywhere and it's driving me crazy and I don't know what to do and I've looked everywhere for it. I've tried so hard. I've looked absolutely everywhere for it and, um, you know, and the second I stop looking, my mom will just walk in and she'll be like, it's literally right there. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my God, like, how does my mom just know? Um, not saying my mom would just walk in and be like, oh, here's a, here's a boyfriend, like, no, but, like, when I finally stop looking for it, it'll be, like, clear as day that it'll just be there, um, but I just, I don't know how to get myself to stop looking for it, because it is something that I want, and it's, like, something I've been, like, you know, actively looking for, searching for, trying for, for the longest time, but I just, I don't know, I don't know how to not be looking for that, especially, like, I read so many books, I read so many books, and there's always, always a sort of romance in them, and I'm like, hey, like, oh my gosh, cute, and then I'm like, oh wait, like, I don't have that, that sucks, um, what are you gonna do about that, <laughs> and, then I try to do something about it, and it just doesn't work out, of course, so, I don't know, like, 
why do we think it's so hard for me to allow myself to feel things like because I it's a personal thing I have put up like I feel like it's a invisible wall that somehow got built along the way and like you know like a switch in my brain that just turned off those the feeling receptors that have that would have allowed me to feel any sort of anything for somebody I I don't know um it's interesting to think about and that's been something I've been thinking about the past like two days or so I've just been like so stuck in my head about all of it and like I mean like this is not like the most important stuff in the world for me to be worrying about like it is not that serious it's not that deep but like I don't know it I feel like it's something that like pangs me every day and I I don't know I wanted to read a, a text that I sent um, taught me last night, um, because I feel like last night I really felt the brunt of it, the brunt of it, but I guess maybe the resurgence of it, because it's still carried over into today, and I feel like today has felt pretty heavy, um, also just anxiety, um, I need to take a CBD gummy or something so I can (laughs) relax for once, um, but I messaged Tanya, you know, I said a little thing before that, and I just said, like, you know, anxiety's bad. She's like, oh, do you have any idea what caused it? Um, and here's what I said. I said, no idea. It kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, because at first I noticed some guy unadded me on Snapchat, which, like, whatever. But he's always like, oh, yeah, let me see this. You can blah, 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 whatever. But also would only talk to me when he wanted a pic or something gross. So good riddance. But kind of just made me think and then I kind of was just like damn I'm always alone and then damn why am I always alone and damn why have I been single for two and a half years and damn why does nobody want me and damn I just don't want to sleep alone because my chest hurts and maybe it's anxiety making my chest hurt but what if it's something else because you know anxiety and I just think it's really interesting that it's like something that just I feel so heavy in my chest. It is not something that is like you know, just a passing thought. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, it's been a while since I felt anything for somebody. Like it's more so like I feel like something that has just been like slowly like like a singular water drop dripping on the same spot for a very long time and that same water drop can like cause that spot that it's hitting to like erode and it can create a hole and create like just this growing pit and can break through that whatever it's hitting and just spill through and just build up and cause just like a a backlog of secret you know underwater <laughs> underground cave full of water and secret lagoon of just 
pain and just is something that I feel like over the past two and a half years has just slowly, slowly grown. And I think the situation with Cody and post-breakup was like, why don't you want me as like a girlfriend in a relationship type of person? And why do you only want me for something sexual now when in the past you cared about me in more ways than just that? I was more to you than just that before we broke up, then we break up, and all of a sudden that's all I am to you. That's all that I matter for to you. And then with everything, every relationship since then, relationship in air quotes, of course, because no real relationship has transpired, but everything since then sort of, you know, follows that same thing where just like, damn, like, all you really want is sex, all you really care about is sex, and, like, you don't really want to know me as a person, you may ask me, like, oh, what did you do today, how was your day, and then be like, okay, cool, great, um, hey, I'm morning, you want to send me a picture of your tits right now, like, that'd be great, or, you know, talk to me, talk to me, and then the second we hang out, and, like, have sex, then we never speak again, because you finally got what you you got what you wanted like you knew the cards you had to play the talk you had to talk to convince me to think I don't have to maybe not convince convince is a heavy word but like to get me to think that you wanted something more than just sex and in the end that's all it was because the second you left my house like we never spoke again and that's mind-boggling to me and maybe that's just you know, today's day and age, and maybe people, too, who haven't, you know, maybe been through, like, a big, you know, traumatic breakup, like, the one I had been through, you know, I'm sure they still experience this sort of thing, and dating in the current age with freaking dating apps, and just, in general, just hookup culture, and everything, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with hookup culture, I've had a lot of fun through that and I had met some fun people I've experienced some fun things but I wish it was a space where I could experience those fun things and still have that fun but also feel valued more than just a sexual object and I feel like there's so many books that I could read on this subject. I just don't read a lot of literary fiction or even nonfiction to where I would stumble across this as much. But I, I just wish that there was a way that I could feel valued as uh, a person, as a woman, as a, as a girl, <laughs> before I feel any sense of being an object and like that shouldn't be a big ask that should not be me asking the world of somebody or anybody to put me as a person before me as a sexual object me as a sexual object shouldn't even really be on the thing on the docket at all but um with the way things are in the sort of culture 
of dating right now is that that's sort of part of it and um that's just brutal like it has it's taken a lot out of me and I I don't know where I should go from here I I guess to wrap it up I see so many spots in my experience since uh, deciding to move to Boston and actually having been here um, so many spots in the past relationship of just you know why I feel this way and why I'm maybe scared to feel sort of emotion because maybe I don't want to go through a giant breakup like that again or maybe I'm just scared of you know being with somebody and being you know thinking that they're with me because of me as a person but maybe it's just me as an object that they're after more so um I think that is something that you know it's it's not felt by just me and I am sure there's things that I could read and find where I you know will not feel alone in that um but I don't feel like that makes it any less hard like I know other people feel this way I already know that without going to read about it but it's just like the internal struggle of figuring out what to do with that and where to go with that um yeah and I guess like the other part of it which I did briefly mention is now that I have been on my own for so long, I have been so, uh, become so accustomed and at peace with being by myself. And I can go do things by myself, no big deal. I'll go to the bookstore by myself, I'll go to the normal store, I'll go out to eat, I'll go do whatever I want by myself, and I'm not bothered by that. Like, I, you know, relish in the peace and my, you know, individualism now that I used to not have. I used to be very dependent on others um, for being able to do things or feeling certain things. And now I am in a place where I can feel that within myself, which is great. Um, but I think with that too has become a bit of, well, you know, I'm okay on my own I can be happy on my own I don't really need somebody you know and yeah it's interesting because some parts of me I'm like well I don't need anybody but then also I'm like well it'd be nice to like fall asleep next to somebody sometimes so like I'd feel a little safer even though you know I'm perfectly safe but Anyways, that's about all I have on this one. I think I need to stop talking, but that's just like where my brain's been at. That's just what we've been doing, what we've been thinking, what we've been going through, and I guess we'll just go from here. So, yeah.